The film basement is filmed in sunny West Hartford, Connecticut, in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Filmmaker's Basement, where we are always seconds away from disaster. I'm Brandon. I'm Andrew. And we're going to be reviewing some of the movies we saw in the past week, in addition to going over some of the movies we're going to be seeing in the future and playing a little game show later on. Um, and to start off, I'm going to talk about a movie that both me and Andrew saw, and for the sounds of it, both me and Andrew hated, and that's Moonfall. Actually, I don't need to look up a synopsis for this one. It's pretty straightforward. Um, basically, the moon falls out of orbit with the Earth and starts to crash into it, and there's a bunch of people who are trying to stop it. It's not much more complicated than that. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, before I get on the whole I did not like this movie train, um, I do want to say there were one or two things I did like about this movie, and mainly that was with the special effects. I will say there were one or two moments where I thought they looked very good. Um, particularly the introduction when they're in the space when they're on the space station, they're just like in space floating around. I just thought they looked pretty aesthetically pleasing. Like it was just a really nice shot to look at. Um, in addition to that, um, I saw mine in a Dolby theater, which has like, you know, like the whole room shakes when stuff happens. There were some cool moments that came with that. Um, particularly when the moon rock started impacting the earth. Remember that scene where like they're running across like the ice covered Colorado or whatever, feeling those asteroids hit and watching that happen on screen was a pretty cool experience. I will give it, give credit where credit is due. Besides that, this movie was a mess. (laughs) And I don't know if you want to talk about some of your stuff first, or if I should just dive into uh, it, or what. I mean, like, I uh, I couldn't wrap my, like, I I don't want to go watch it again. No, But, like, I horrible. feel like I have to go watch it again. Because mm-hmm. it's it's so all over the place. And it's, it's like, it, <laughs> it takes so long. Like, I told you yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for, for bad like disaster movies day after tomorrow is one of my favorite disaster movies and it's it's really well put together and it gets to the point very quickly this movie takes so long to moonfall if you will i actually thought the opposite i thought this movie was moving way too quickly no and that's like because the pacing was entirely off like i thought they were it's like i haven't mentioned here in my notes it felt in the movie, they say it would take about three weeks for the moon to fall into Earth, given the mm-hmm. orbital rotation or whatever. I thought it was like two days, because it felt like everything was moving at the speed of light, 24-7. Maybe. But, like, I guess it, I, I, from watching the trailer, you see, and from the beginning of the movie, you see this black entity uh, or, or this, this thing that's in space. And you're like, all right, we got to figure out what that is. And you don't figure out what that is until, like, 15 minutes left in the movie. And you're yeah. just like, why? And, like, the movie had a very... Because I see your notes, and it says it feels yeah. like Independence Day mixed with... <laughs> uh, like, directed by George Lucas. Yeah. I thought... I had a different comparison. I thought this mm. movie was very Abyss-like. Like, if you remember the old movie from the 90s, The Abyss... Uh, okay. where the team goes down into like the bottom of the ocean and they find aliens. I thought it had that kind of vibe um, mm-hmm. because of the end of this movie. And I obviously came out this weekend. Yeah. And we're not trying to spoil anything. No, but... we can spoil this movie. This movie's a piece I of figured, garbage yeah. that no one should see. So, I will like... also say, when I said wrote down, written, directed by George Lucas, specifically this movie gave me Phantom Menace vibes, if that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Where there's a lot of like special effects thrown mm-hmm. at you 24-7. 
but all of the characters' performances are so flat, and you just don't care about anyone or anything that's happening. I liked all the special effects, and I, mm-hmm. like, I thought the movie looked really good, but yeah, the acting sucked, and like, yeah. <laughs> um, what's his name, Patrick Wilson? Um, I mm-hmm. thought. I like Patrick Wilson. I like some of the things he's done. He's been in Thor. He's been in Watchmen. Was he Men. the lead astronaut dude? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the disgraced astronaut from the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the guy who uh, plays the the comic relief nerd who is, who uh, is I don't the know only, the actor's name. The only character who had any personality in this movie it, at yeah. all. And he was no, so exactly. grating. Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of refreshing mm-hmm. um, that, that you had that. But you know this i just i felt like it was all over the place it 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 didn't take long for it to moonfall you're right like the yeah. moon was falling fairly quickly um but it took f- so long to get to the why like and the like, why it but was the, falling the thing is like i don't even think we needed any of that like i don't yeah i don't know that when but, that the aliens came in at the end it was so out of left base like where did this come from? Okay, but you, I should preface you know, by saying you know why it's falling from the beginning of the movie. Like they tell you at the beginning of the yeah. movie with with this um, what do they call like this the struct the mega structure the mega mega structurist who I the don't arc. know the actor's name but he plays Sam from in yeah. Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, so like you have this mega structure in space that is perfectly four hundred times uh, or four hundred times. Okay, I have so much to say about the conspiracy angle in this movie, like, but I will also say, I should preface this by saying, um, the movie I was, takes a twist towards the end for whatever reason, and I instead was, of the moon just falling into the earth, it's aliens, and apparently yeah. humans were aliens that billions of years ago were destroyed by artificial intelligence and built a giant super arc in the moon, and okay, this is the part that annoyed the crap out of me. Searched the entire universe for a solar system that had conditions for, like, a, a good planet for people to live on. And then fucking just made the planet. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was about. Yeah. And then somehow everyone on the original, like, arc died. And then humans were left. Uh, that didn't make any freaking sense at all. The it DNA was so that was inside the moon got placed on this new... But, but somehow like, it created a new planet. Like, I... I didn't get it at all. Like I, yeah. I didn't understand. And all, the, but like, and there was no one was, on board the ship. ship. No, like they all no. died, I guess. Yeah. But there's still spaceships up there, like weapons, and I don't understand it at all. It doesn't make all. Make I was sense. hoping for from this movie was a really bad, good disaster movie. Like mm-hmm. the moon is falling from the sky. Cool. Like, show me how they're gonna fix that. I guess because. I don't yeah. think it, it, it felt like it was going to have like a deep impact vibe where mm-hmm. like this is not going to be fixed. Like the comet's going to hit the planet and everyone's going to die. Like it's what it fe- felt like it was going to be. And then aliens like and then for no reason. like <laughs> and then this black goo in space that is technologically advanced. That is an AI system is and there's a d- white dwarf star inside the moon. Just don't even get me started on that. That doesn't make any sense. So I I do kind of want to get to the mega structure thing because this is something that really pissed me off personally Mm -hmm. about this movie. First off, I will say it it feels like a movie that should have come out 20 years ago, if Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Because this Mm -hmm. is 
this was during the time where we were getting like shows and movies like Stargate SG one, where it's like that whole show is based around like the ancient alien yeah. theory or whatever, which yep. 20 years ago was a fine thing to be saying. It's 2020. It's 2020. We have things like QAnon running around people not wearing masks. Like they say the COVID vaccine is going to kill you. If you take it, like it's not as cool if you making movies about conspiracy theories like this. Like Mm-mm. don't give these people a platform, even if it is something as stupid as this, like don't make the conspiracy theorist the hero. <laughs> Well, that was That's the whole the last thing that we was, needed. That was the whole point of that 2012 movie that mm-hmm. came out like before 2012. I I want to say it came out in like 2010 or something. Yeah, I don't that's remember. The hype around 2012 being the end of yeah, the world was the end of the world stuff, and that was the whole thing with Woody Harrelson's character, who's the conspiracy theorist. Now, now you have this mega structurist in this movie who mm-hmm. is also a conspiracy theorist and you know he says that the what did he what did he, how did he describe it that the the moon is uh or the sun is 400 times the size of the moon no but the, also the moon um, the moon is perfectly placed so that way it's like when it goes in between the sun and the earth it forms an it's eclipse. an eclipse yeah then yeah. the eclipse is it's perfect because the moon is is uh, or the sun is four times 400 times yeah, the size it. of the moon and it's perfectly spaced out where it's 400 times the distance from the earth to the sun so like it's it's like all this thing where it's like it's a perfect it's the perfect uh this thing where like the moon is perfectly this far away and it's also perfectly this size so that's why we see an eclipse all the time yeah and and 5g just like, causes cancer and you what? shouldn't take the vaccine because they're gonna put the <laughs> microchip inside you. like we again like i'm saying we don't need to give conspiracy theorists like this a platform to be like yes mm. we're the heroes we're doing the right thing and saving people it's like no this is it just feels like the very wrong time to have that be a plot point in a movie like this I will say, because we talked about it, and like this movie, this this episode of this podcast is kind of all over the place, but like, yeah. um, the vi- I will say the visual effects were cool, because like, you see mm-hmm. the moon coming over the horizon as it's coming closer, and it's huge, mm-hmm. uh, and you see it, you know, passing over, and the gravity fields from it, of like pulling stuff up off the ground, it was, mm-hmm. it was cool effects. Um, very strange when you find out who directed this movie or who actually directed this movie, who was um, it? Roland Emmerich. No, see, that doesn't surprise <laughs> like, me at all because this oh, is really? a track record for movies. Well, cause he's like the disaster he, movie guy. I got it. That's fi- what he does. Maybe, I'm, maybe he, I'm thinking of someone the else. The other thing but... I thought I noticed, which was interesting was that not only did he direct this, he produced it and he was one of the writers on this movie. Yeah. And I think that explains partially why some of the characters feel very bad. Because it sounds okay. like he had a lot of influence on this, and he does not seem like a very good screenwriter. Um, he did Day After Tomorrow, actually, mm-hmm. which is I love that movie. Yeah, like, he, does... he directed Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, he does. He did the both Independence Days, uh, White House he Down. Does. He does like the big disaster movie. That's oh, he thing. did Twenty Twelve. He yeah. did Twenty Twelve too. So, yeah, movie. I guess he does a lot of disaster movies. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else, but mm-hmm. he also did Midway, which 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 wasn't Midway like good. I could not tell you. I don't even like remember the, that movie. Like the 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 movie about the Battle of Midway. Um No idea. I've never yeah. even heard of it. It came out um, around the time as that um that other um mm-hmm. war movie, the um 19 um 19 Oh, 1917? 19, 19 something. Is that the World War 1 movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um I will also say this isn't something I liked about the movie, but this is something I had fun doing. 
um, occasionally I'll play a game with movies where I'll try to spot the sponsor. Specifically okay. trying to figure out w- oh. which company sponsored this movie. Uh-huh. And this movie had some blatant sponsorships hidden in there. Did um, The ones I noticed nice. specifically were Kaspersky was everywhere. Kaspersky? I know them for being the VPN people, but like oh. they had advertising all over the movie. There was one um, very blatant I'll give, shot. I'll give you one. I'll where they had a bill. I think I know. I think I can know one of the ones you're gonna guess. There's yeah. a blatant shot of a billboard that had conspiracy written on it and nothing else. <laughs> as they're like, as he's like driving into that hotel with a conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. such a bad one. Well, let's, what's uh, another one? Do you think it was SpaceX? Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. SpaceX and Elon. And Elon. Yeah. Yep. That yeah. they had some part in this movie. I don't know what it was, but I swear they did. There was a third one. I can't remember what it was. Um, I'm trying to remember. Mm. I have it written down in my notes. You know what? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do something very unprofessional. I'm going yeah. to shake <laughs> off my phone because I wrote down the three that I found. Oh, you didn't write it in your notes, notes though. No, I, have your I, notes open. I was taking notes as I was watching the movie. Uh, um, let's see. really. Yeah, that's what I do sometimes. Um, let's see. Yeah, Kaspersky, SpaceX were the big ones. I swear there was a third one. Um, Lexus. Because the main, the one of the main uh, characters. Oh no. Oh, you're upside down. Yep. Because if you'll recall correctly, the one, the uh, stepfather who steps in after the scumbag dad yeah. like dies away, he's an Lexus dealer. And there's that whole oh, chase scene with Alexis right. as they're being chased as the moon is coming close to the earth and well, gravity they had, is pulling things up. He had the did he have a Lexus dealership? They had the well, he had the Lexus dealership, but he had the Lexus uh, car, the sedan yep. when he when the when he picked up the kid at the gate, and then they were driving it. Was it a Lexus SUV that he yes, was driving? Yes, something like that. Yeah. And they were showing off all the features of the Lexus as they were driving yeah. around. It was so blatant. Oh man, that was so much. But yeah, yeah. um. I don't think we need to talk about this I, movie anymore. I think I don't know. I about think, you, but well, the one thing that I will say too about it is like I think that the the father son aspect between Patrick Wilson's character and his son Sonny, mm-hmm. I think that was like thrown in our face too much. It was. It felt very shoehorned. To like me. it was like, very. It was very shoehorned. It felt like, like it felt like somebody who was writing this movie or in post was like, oh no, we have like there's nothing to this movie we need to give it a little bit more of a something like we just it yeah. just needs a little more plot or like character action like so his son, this whole story with like the son like his doesn't son go is, anywhere no and his son is eight at the time where he gets disgraced when like the initial accident happens in space and then it cuts to like 10 years later mm-hmm. and then his son is 18 and he's he's driving recklessly like we have no backstory of like why he's a bad kid other than we know that his dad is a disgraced astronaut who doesn't pay rent. That's all we know. And yeah. then he's so he's driving recklessly. Uh he gets thrown in jail and then somehow this is the this is the thing that blows my mind about this movie too is that so when they get to this when Patrick Wilson's character gets the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. The moon is starting to get closer and closer to earth so the tide yeah. starts rising and they're in LA. Yep. And the kid gets um, arrested and thrown in jail in L.A. Listen, there's shouldn't a he of, be dead? There's like, a ton of plot sh- holes in this movie. Sh- shouldn't he have drowned? This is the, in the Swiss ocean? cheese of movies. Like, <laughs> like, like, and somehow he's like, "Where's my son? I sent a ground team to pick him up. 
oh okay and then he miraculously shows up at vandenberg california in the at vandenberg air force base like how the hell did he survive in jail in a flood of the ocean? Okay, like, no. Do you want to know the stupidest part for me? It was when they hmm. were taking off in the rocket as that tidal wave was coming right towards them. Yeah. And they stopped the the, the kid, some of the people oh, in the yeah. movie, drive off because this giant <laughs> tidal wave is approaching. They have to get to safety. They stopped the car so they to can watch, watch the rocket the, launch. The rocket. And then yeah. they're sitting there for like two minutes watching this thing launch, like staring at it, dumbfounded. And then after the rockets launched, they're like, oh, wait a second, we're going to die. And we then the tidal wave moves <laughs> forward at, like, great There's a lot of pace. stupidity in this movie. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I just, Lots of stupidity in this so movie. So much wrong. Um, Please don't like, watch this movie. Please like, don't watch this movie. When they're, when they're at the fire house and they mm-hmm. get the oxygen tanks uh and mm-hmm. like why wouldn't you bring an extra oxygen tank just in case one goes out they did so one of the oxygen that was no. the other thing they had they brought like did they, they have like, extras they put like 12 in that thing and piled it in the back of the car but i don't know what ev- happened to the when, rest of when them. they when they walked away each person only had one when exactly. they when they were had the That's masks on and so one of them gets to do. one of them gets emptied and so the stepdad sacrifices himself by putting his oxygen mask on his daughter which yeah, I would do that too, but like, and then he dies, and it's just like, where were the extra tanks? Why aren't you carrying those with you? Like, just car- you can carry one of the like, you have two guys, you can carry two of them just in case you oh. run out. It's like, whoever wrote this was a bad writer, very oh. bad writer, Roland. Roland Emmerich. There you yeah. go. And, so again, and I enjoyed his disaster movies too. This one was just nuts. he's made some good movies in the past, but I don't think. Oh, if you look at his overall track record, I don't think it's as solid as you think. Especially recently with the second Independence Day movie. You want to know what's now you want to know what's funny about when you said Stargate? Mm-hmm. I because I'm looking at his IMDb page. He um, was a writer for Stargate SG One. Was it the OG movie or no the TV, the TV series? Because yeah. that I could see, because that had some hokey episodes here and there. Yeah. But like, it was fun because it was a campy show. But like, mm-hmm. Stargate uh, and uh, Stargate Atlantis. He was a uh, and Stargate Universe. Actually, mm-hmm. he was a, a writer on all three of them. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Don't watch it, please. Don't watch it. <laughs> don't give this movie any money. This is horrible. I mean, go. You can go watch it for free if you have AMC. Uh, plus a plus no a don't stubs. even don't even get don't it, even don't, waste don't waste the reservation it. don't waste the you reservation. got three though like you, you look, could probably no, no. waste one you're looking at this from the glass is half half full one this is i'm looking at it from glass half empty you only have three <laughs> you, you don't want to waste it on you this one you could waste your when you could either see clifford the big red dog the sesame street you movie. can't see that anymore though is it not in theaters really no it's not oh. in theaters anymore well not down waste. here at least I don't think Sesame Street's down here either. I haven't seen it either, but uh, maybe it'll come out eventually. I don't know. It's supposed to be out. I still have, um, I still have Scream and Sing Two and Spider Man in my theaters down here. Mm. We'll go see Spider Man. Probably better one movie to see. Just don't see this. This movie's terrible. But uh, Andrew, hopefully you had some better luck this week than I did. Um, I'll just spend a few minutes since we both went and saw, um, Moonfall uh mm-hmm. this week um i didn't i was at the theater when i asked you what movie are you seeing and i'm like well i'm not changing my mind so yeah. <laughs> so um uh, i'll just spend like five minutes on book of boba fett just because it just finished the this today like so mm-hmm. obviously i'm not gonna go into spoilers speak for that because 
it's a Star Wars show and people like don't like spoilers. Um, I thought the series overall had hits and misses. Um, it got, I, I was really, really enjoying it in the beginning. And then in the middle, it kind of was just like, mm, okay. And then all of a sudden in episode five, um, we get Mandalorian who is the silver, um, Mandalorian, um, from the Mandalorian series. And it spent a whole episode with him and it's like, but where's the, where's Boba Fett? And then episode six, you get more Mandalorian and Boba Fett comes in for like two minutes of scream time in the sixth episode. So you get two episodes with no, no Boba Fett, who is the main character of his own show. And it's all based around the Mandalorian. So it was like, I, f I feel like Disney plus was like, here's this Boba Fett TV show, but it, this is just a prelude to Mandalorian season three. So like, this was like Mandalorian season 2.5. Like, I feel like this show was because like the first four episodes uh, with Boba Fett, I was like, all right, cool. We're getting to see Boba Fett. You know, he's, he's in action. We get to see what happened after he escaped the Sarlacc pit and he was with the Tuscan Raiders and all that stuff. And then <laughs> episode five comes and you're like, Hey, it's Mando. Where's Boba. And you spend like 40 minutes watching Mando kick ass and then episode five comes around you're like hey look there's guest star boba fett in his boba fett series because i haven't seen him in a week and a half and then this episode it's you get a lot of boba but you also get a lot of mandalorian in this episode because grogu comes like you know grogu's in, in in the episode for episode five and uh yeah episode five so it's like can I have just more? I want to see more Boba Fett. Like, can, can I get more Boba Fett in my Boba Fett series, please? And I'm hoping that they do a season two and they kind of left it open, I think, unless they bring all the characters back for just Mandalorian and they don't do Boba Fett again, mm -hmm. which would probably make the most sense just because, like I said, this it felt like, a, like an intro to Mandalorian season three. It's just like, oh, all these characters are going to be back for Mandalorian Season 3, but that's it. Like, we're not going to do any more Boba Fett. Like, that's what it felt like. And I was mm -hmm. like, I just, like, Boba Fett is and probably will be for a long time one of my favorite villains from the original series. <laughs> and that's saying a lot because um, he's not in the original series a lot. Like, he's only in the fourth and fifth movie. No, no, fifth, the fifth and, and sixth. Six. Yeah, yeah, no, I get, I got my numbers mixed up. He's only in the fifth and sixth, and he only is technically like, in the second. He is, yeah, technically <laughs> in the second movie as well. But he only has like five lines in the original trilogy, yeah. and it's really. It, it, I just I always liked him. He's always just this mysterious bounty hunter who's like on Han Solo's heels like this entire time, mm -hmm. and then he gets killed off. And you're oh just wait, like, technically he is in four. He doesn't say anything. He's just with mm. um. He's with Jabba the Hutt when they're going to the Millennium Falcon. Remember no. when they first meet Han? Yeah, he's there. Is he there? He's in the background. He's not like predominantly mentioned, but he is there just chilling. Then again, look. that could be one of the um. That could I know be George like Lucas. The, he did re, he redid it. And yeah, George like, Lucas yeah. screws around with that a lot. So so was, I don't think yeah. he was in four. I think he got introduced in five with the lineup with all the bounty hunters when Darth Vader hired all the bounty hunters to find Han Solo, but. I was like, man, I really wish I could see more Boba Fett. Like, and I'm I'm glad they did the series because it kind of gave 
it brought him back. And I don't know. Do you have you ever? Did you ever watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, I've watched Parks and Rec. So, are you talking about that scene where? Do you know the scene with the filibuster where he goes on a a (laughs) rant about uh, Belvedere? Yes. Episode one is a shot for shot rendition of that filibuster. Oh my god! And it's incredible. Like somebody, somebody did the clip. Somebody put the audio clip to the video clip from Boba Fett, and it's legit a one-for-one shot of mm-hmm. what Patton Oswalt's character from Parks and Rec says. Like, he says, like, the 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 gloved hand of the feared bounty hunter Boba Fett, like, punches his way out of the sand. And you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe they actually did this. <laughs> but no, so that being said, mm-hmm. speaking of directors um, and people, whatever writers and stuff dave filoni is genius uh Mm -hmm. dave filoni is behind all the star wars shows on disney plus um dave filoni needs his own trilogy um Mm -hmm. dave filoni Uh, he kind of did get that the clone wars yeah but no he He kind of has we've kind of seen what he can do honestly he needs a movie trilogy though i kind of just want to see him keep doing television honestly because there's more of it i would too but i like me and my roommate have been talking about like conspiracies and like rumors and like theories and i would really like to see him and favreau and uh, robert rodriguez who directed a lot of episodes of mandalorian and boba fett and bryce dallas howard who every episode that she directs is amazing like so Mm -hmm. i would like to see those four people do a new trilogy for star wars and that's what i have to say about that so if disney's listening because they probably are the, yes. big, the big mouse in the sky um make it happen because like this last trilogy was not it was not it let's like, not open this can of worms <laughs> i i love um Ugh. who's the director of the first the seventh movie um jj jj uh, yeah. abrams i love jj abrams and i basically love him for what he's done with uh alias and and lost which are tv shows mm-hmm. um but like no like seven was probably the best one of the three and that's saying saying something no it's not saying much but um yeah i I want a new trilogy and i want all i want a new timeline that's that's what i have to say about that yeah so yeah well it is what it is i suppose when it comes to um streaming platforms and their television Mm. shows and whatnot um but on that note let's move over to everyone's favorite game show that never lets anyone down pilot wings Okay, so for those who don't know, Pilot Wings is a game where I pitch Andrew three show log lines. Two of them are real shows that either did or did not get made, and one of them is something that I came up with. And it's up to Andrew to guess which one is the one I came up with. And I will let you know this week, Andrew, I believe all the shows that I picked did get ordered to series. So they are real shows this time around. So let's let's start this off. One. You mean the the two? Yes, the two. That's what I meant. Oh, you said. I'm not. I'm not screwing like... around with you this time. No, they're all. That's for the April Fool's special. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, then in number one, the 1960s set drama tells the real story of the women who stood beside some of the biggest heroes in American history during the height of the space race, based on the book by Lily Koppel. Two. 
the drama this drama is a race against the clock to defeat an unseen enemy out to destroy the world using earth's most precious resource children and three based on the french series le presidente puis est mon col i butchered that this historical drama follows the trials and tribulations of the first french president and his cabinet so andrew which is the fake one i thought you were going with a theme here um mm-hmm. with the first two um considering we both went and watched moonfall uh <laughs> you, you went with space <laughs> and then you went with aliens and i was like all right, oh. we're going with the theme. See, and then you I went, went his and then you went, went historical French drama. See, I went based off the historical dramas because that's set in the nineteen sixties. So that's what was okay. my, going through my head when I was doing okay. this. I didn't even uh, I think thought, about the I space. I thought we were doing parts. aliens and and space. <laughs> um so man, I feel like that second one is a show too. I think I've mm-hmm. heard of that like that sounds it sounds like a movie though but it's something and you've been tripping me up lately with with ones because you've been using you've been using things that are actual things like mm-hmm. you used to stardew valley the plot to stardew valley <laughs> last a uh, couple of times uh, yeah a couple episodes ago but like so like that seems like it's a thing um Race against the clock to defeat an unseen alien enemy out to destroy the world using children. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like that movie Knowing with Nicolas Cage. If you, Ooh, with, if a you, horrible Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> have you not seen that movie? I have no that idea movie what you're is about. fantastically bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you should definitely check that out if okay. you've never seen that. Uh, it's Nicolas Cage. You'll love it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 1960s set drama, uh, biggest heroes in American history, a space race. That feels real too. I feel like this day and age they would actually make something like that. Not saying that they shouldn't, like they definitely should, but mm-hmm. like, cons- like society today, it they're, feels all, they're relevant. all about they're all about like woman power kind of thing. Yeah, it feels like um, a relevant show. Damn, I do want to say that that French one is real too, though. Because I think you're throwing me off, being that it's French. I'm just going to spit it out an answer and say the second one is not the TV show. Um, it's the only one that's sci-fi, but I feel like it's something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're locking that in, number two? Yeah. Okay. The fake one was the third one. Um, Damn. I should have went with my gut. So, you know what? (laughs) You know what that says in French? No. The president can eat my ass. (laughs) I don't speak French. Exactly. If I I only spoke French, I would have known. See, it was a gamble. Because I was like, ooh, did he take French in high school? And does he possibly remember this? No. I did my French-Canadian people bad. <laughs> I get that a little bit. Probably, I again, I butchered that. There's no way that says what I actually think it says, but it's fine. Um, but Page yeah, if I recall cool. correctly, the first one only got a single season. Uh, this was from the 2014 pilot season. Um, oh, that only got a single season. I can't remember what the name was for this. The second mm. one, I actually had a bit of trouble hunting down because they changed the name and I didn't even realize mm. it. I think it's called The Whisperers and it got one season. Mm. I think it was like 13 episodes or something like that. 
was not a very popular show from what I could tell with a premise like that. <laughs> I knew it was something like I knew I've, I've never heard of it before. Don't get me wrong. I've yeah, never no. heard of that thing before, but like, I was like, that has to be something. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. First one. I, I can't really remember what that one was about, but again, it I didn't get picked real. up, but so it is what it is, but Okay, well, always good to stump you, Andrew, with my horrible mm. movies that I can dig up. Um, and speaking of which, let's talk about some of the movies that are coming out in the coming week. There's actually some good ones coming out. There's more movies coming out. I'll give February that. There's mm. definitely more movies happening. I, hmm. You are the type of person that's going to go see this first movie, I think. The Poirot movie? What? The Death on the Nile? Yeah. Eh. I'm not no? I'm really into Poirot. It's not my thing. Because that's a sequel, isn't it? To what? Uh, Murder on the Orient Express. I don't think it. I don't know. Maybe it is. I didn't even know that. Um, but no, I want to say it's the same actor. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, it's but he. I oh no. I guess it's not. It's the same actor that from the or- Murder on the Orient Express, but he plays a different role. Okay. Take your word for it. I never saw Murder on the Orient Express. Oh no, so. it's the same role. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a sequel. I, I thought it was because I thought that the books were because um, they're books originally. Yeah, they're um, based off like some books from the 30s or whatever. About and I, I thought because they sound so similar. It's Murder on the Orient Express, Death, Death on the on Nile. Nile. And they're very they're very similar type movies where yeah. there's a, a murder and uh, this um, they're kind of like detective has movies, to suss people almost, out. Where it's, it's like. like Poirot's in, not really an interesting character. It's more mm-hmm. how he solves the puzzle of the murder that's, like, the mm-hmm. interesting part about these books. But I don't know. I don't know if I care all that much for it. It's we'll like it's like it. a 30s version of Knives Out. Yeah. I, I think I think what I liked about Knives Out, though, is that it felt more relevant, if that yeah. makes sense. I don't know if I'll enjoy this because it, it, is. it doesn't sequel. seem as relevant. So. Yep. We'll see. It's, um, I don't know if it's a true sequel, like if they're going to recall the events from Murder on the Orient Express, but it is the same characters. Yeah, um, I don't know Poirot. how often Poirot books call back to previous cases, so I don't know. maybe? I'm not really sure. I know a movie that I really hated that's coming out that's on this list is freaking Marry Me. Stupid movie about like the singer who realizes her fiancé is cheating on her, and so she marries a random person in the audience. Have you not been seeing trailers for this? No. I've been seeing them all over my theater. It's been driving me crazy. Oh, is it your version of Licorice Pizza? No, Licorice Pizza was all over my theater. I love that. Oh, okay. This movie just looks like trash. Because I, well, (laughs) to me, Licorice Pizza I was seeing all the time and it looked like trash and apparently it was. So No, Licorice (laughs) Pizza looked like it at least had some style to it, which I'll give it credit for. It did have style. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I can't diss on that. This movie just looks like a trash, like a trash like it almost looks like a hallmark movie honestly like on that level and it yeah. ugh. but with owen wilson so i don't i don't know, I, oh don't God, know why that's coming out. and jennifer lopez ugh. yep um i probably will be going to see this week um blacklight because i mm-hmm. love a good liam neeson shoot him up yeah i didn't even i've never even seen anything about this mm-hmm. i saw trailers for it on tiktok i think another movie that's gonna i'm gonna watch from tiktok mm-hmm. you Fair can enough. see it's it's only gonna take like an hour and 18 minutes you could see the new Catwoman animated <laughs> movie i don't even know if that's out in theaters. stephanie beatrice 
the only movie that's kind of popping out to me, but I'm not even that really interested in it, is Those Who Walk Away. Um, okay. Looks like two people who meet on a social media app for a first date end up in a haunted house, only to realize the trauma they share may either save them or erupt into an unforgettable nightmare. Mm. It doesn't even sound that good, but it just sounds different, I guess. Yeah. So maybe that... I'll probably just end up seeing the Poirot movie. You're not going to go see The Amazing Maurice? <laughs> Okay, now that on the other a hand, cat that's voiced by Hugh Lowry. Who's Hugh Lowry? House from House. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's like how um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson's playing Krypton the Super Dog. Yeah. Later. Oh, that was really loud. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. I'm gonna see that movie. I know it's. I'm not gonna like it, but I kind of want to see the Super it. Dogs. You can review that all you want. <laughs> Ugh, no, uh, I'm good. That's gonna be like Clifford the Big Red Dog. I'm gonna say I'm gonna want to see it, and then I'm not gonna see Did it. Did you not? No, I never it saw was, Clifford. It was free on Amazon Prime. <laughs> or Paramount. Were... No, it was Paramount Plus. Oh, uh, okay. See, I don't have that. Yeah. Oh, I, Maybe I'll I got that at a later point. <laughs> I got Paramount Plus for the South Park shows. Because oh, okay. they were exclusive. Um, there's another. I actually saw this movie in theaters, uh, or mm-hmm. a trailer for it in theaters, that I don't know if you might like. It has no poster, but it's called The Devil's Light. Yeah, I, um, I see the thing on it for here. I don't know. And, 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 I'm not into like the nun scary no, movies. And this is not my style. Well, it's a woman whose mother mm-hmm. was possessed by a demon, and oh. then she be- she becomes a nun, mm-hmm. and then she goes to a monastery or something where they have a bunch of possessed people, and she comes face to face with uh, a demon, the same demon that I, uh, her. I have been seeing some trailers for this again. So, just not my style. Mm. That's fine though. I thought um, you liked horror stuff. I like horror stuff that's, like, a little bit different. Like, my ideal horror is, like, Hill House. Like, okay. I loved The Haunting of Hill House. That mo- that show was amazing. Like, perfect kind of, like, horror. I also, I like cosmic horror, too. Like, I love that, mm-hmm. like, not HP, like, H.P. Lovecraft style, not his actual books himself. Mm-hmm. Um, just like that inevitability. It Follows. I loved It Follows. That was a fantastic movie. But... I have to watch that Lovecraft show. Which, a Lovecraft Country? Yeah. That's a lot. Is it? It's good, but it's a, there's this one episode in particular that is, like, particularly brutal. Oh. Yeah. Nice. It was good, though. I did I did enjoy it. Um, But, yeah, I think that's all I got. Um, Andrew, do you have anything you want to plug? Nope. Well, Perfect. plug? I mean, the Super Bowls this weekend, we haven't recorded. No, the big game. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, what? The, the big, big game? game? You can't say yeah. Super Bowl why (laughs) apparently they have like some kind of um like trademark on the name super bowl so you're not allowed to say super bowl but you can say the big game it's a big thing if you look at like trying to think of what kind of platforms would say that usually it's a news thing what it is at least i don't know i know it's a thing where you're supposed to say the big game news outlets say super bowl all the time i don't know and they i know they said it from somewhere they said it down here a lot too because the Super Bowl was in Tampa and Tampa played in their stadium. Same thing with this year. The Rams are playing in their home stadium. I remember. Um, but sports and nonsense will come back eventually whenever we decide to want to record again. Oh, so. Uh, okay, so due to the NFL restricting the use of its Super Bowl trademark, it is frequently referred to as the big game or other generic terms by non sponsoring corporations. Oh, that makes sense. So, like, if, for instance, like, if you were to say, you couldn't say Super Bowl in a movie, yeah. you'd have to get the trademark for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you'd have to ask permission. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
because um, they have you have to pay for that yeah exactly yeah well anyway either way sports and nonsense will come back eventually hopefully for the super bowl i don't know i haven't been asked about it and i like i'm i'm usually the one that takes point on it um like you mm-hmm. take point on this so like i should probably be asking but like i don't know reach out to me it is i'm recording is. next i'm not busy i'm not in, i'm not working anymore which is terrifying because i have no income <laughs> oh boy <laughs> Um, I'm going to plug Jimmy's uh, short film that he's making. Um, we're mm. going to be shooting it this weekend, actually, um, which is exciting. I'm the producer on that currently, so that's going to be a fun fun night for me. Um, but yeah, look forward to more updates on that in the future. Um, I'm sure I'll be giving them out as soon as uh, Jimmy's started editing it and all that stuff. I think the GoFundMe is still active. Yeah. Um, so, like, I know that they're filming and they've already got, like, all their stuff, but I think he's primarily paying out of pocket for a lot of the stuff, but so yeah. anything helps, you know, anything he's trying, he's trying to get this thing off the ground. He's trying to get it to some festivals. Um, yeah. uh, so, the, and, and it's only like a seven to 10 minute uh, yeah. short film. And I will say as someone who's not only read the script, but talked with the um, director of photography. And I know a few mm-hmm. of the people on the crew, like it's a talented group of people. It's like, this is going to be a very nice looking and it, movie. And I think it's going to, yeah. Cause like, obviously, cause you can, you can go watch the original one on the, the this YouTube channel. I would recommend not currently doing watching that. This on. You can see uh beautiful faced <laughs> Brandon Gasparino um, playing um, Herman. Aaron first Sergeant, class. Sergeant Bailey or something. I don't remember. I think, I think it was Sergeant Bailey. I don't remember Bailey. what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause that's who. Um, the main character yeah megan plays yes um but you know it's it was a rough it was a rough script you know he did it when he was in college he only did it with using what camera did you guys use and you used like um, i think we used his even use like, like um what's it called dslr for that yeah it's a dslr camera you guys probably had the microphones you clipped to your your shirts so yeah. i think that there's going to be like a better sound like yes. in better sound better camera work better camera angles better yes. cinematography i could guarantee all that, that stuff i know so, I, like i know the dp kind of mm-hmm. i know him from seeing his work while i was at uheart um he's very he's very good at what he does yeah um so it's gonna again it's gonna look very nice sounds gonna be very good like script's great like mm-hmm. this is gonna be a very good experience so i'd highly recommend uh keeping up with it check it out and if you can help out in any way please do so um anything else yeah and on that note um thank you all for watching um this is the this has been the filmmaker's basement i'm brandon i'm andrew and we will see you all next time